Hey, you ever been to Chancellor Park? That's where I live. My name is Tavin Dillard. I live in Chancellor Park. I mow lawns, mowing, edging, grass cutting legend. I sure am glad to join me here on this podcast. I want to let you know what's going on in my neck of the woods. Now, I started out years ago on the YouTubes and then the TikToks and the Instagrams now and the whatnots. I got the websites, the tavendiller.com, but right now, I want to clue you into what's happening in my neck of the woods on the Tavin Dillard podcast. You here? I'm here. I'm glad you joined me. Now I'm going to send it over to myself. This is like the pre-introduction, but let's get on to the real show today. I'm glad you joined me here. Bank, bank. Hey, y'all guys. It's season eight's episode ones of the Tavin Dillard podcast. If you listening to this on the day it comes out, then you know it's the September's 26th. I mean, we peeking around the corner now at the October's. All kinds of fun fall things on the horizon. But first things first, many months ago, we started the spring, summer, heading into the fall now, adult softball league season. I'll tell you right now, y'all, I got an update on the championship game. And here's the deal. It was a good season. No way. Any way you look at it. Team Burger Shed, which is a team I'm on, we had a good season. I mean, we won more than we lost in the regular season. You know, we had our ups and downs. Who don't? Especially in this season that lasts that long. And you can hear all about it, you know. I'm basically, on most of season seven, some of season six, I think, of the Tap Builder podcast. But anyhow, uh, I got the championship game. I mean, that's what we're talking about today. But I just want to say thank y'all for joining me here. Uh, and and I, we got some housekeeping to do before I get into the meat and taters uh the podcast today. Now, first things first, please. Uh, there's gonna be some links in the show notes. Now, what's that? What that do is how you can get involved here at Chancellor Park, or you want to be a part of what's going on, or you just want to get a hold of stuff I'm talking about. Uh, I got Tavin's bacon bag. You probably see me talk about it. You may see me have it, you know, in a video on the social medias out there on the interwebs. And there's a link in the in the show notes today to get that uh, Tavin's bacon bag. Now, in October, as I mentioned this last week, there's going to be Tabin's maple syrup from trees that's going to be launching uh, and I'm going to have a link for that soon but that won't be in the show notes today because it ain't ready yet uh, I shot a commercial for it and everything I'll be posting here uh, on the interwebs here probably in the next couple of weeks or so you know more once we get into the Octobers uh, you'll also see the personal video greetings folks are still buying them because you know people have birthdays all year long and so if you got somebody you want to get a greeting for because you're like I don't know they don't want no more soap so they don't want more no any more uh pumpkin spice candles what can I get them so there's a link in the show notes for that today and of course there's just uh, two ways to keep in touch with me uh my Email address, tavendillard at gmail.com. You know, that's business inquiries. Somebody like, hey, I got a venue. Do you do live shows? Uh, Yes, I do. You can holler at me there. Or if you just want to say, hey, you know, that's where a lot of y'all send in the questions for the Q&A for last week's episode that wrapped up season seven. And then, of course, my phone number, 501-322-6249. Folks been text messaging me. I try and get back to to y'all. So thanks for staying in touch. So that's all in the show notes today. And uh, we'll probably put a link to the to the Team Burger Shed uh, shirt. Our season just wrapped up, and that's what we're getting into today. You know, um, how that all, all went, the championship game. That'll probably be at the top since that's what we're spending time on today is, you know, the softball season. And uh, I feel like y'all was a big part of that. So if you want a Team Burger Shed 2023 shirt, that'll be the first link that you see in the, in the show notes. So... 
We had a hoot last week. I ain't got to tell you that about season seven Q and A, but now we and we didn't have no softball game last week. You know, they they just take a break basically between, uh, you know, the the last game of the playoffs and then the championship game. And I don't know if like adult softball is just becoming a bigger deal in town or what, but more folks like, oh, we gotta get ready for this. We gotta, you know, concession stand. Uh, you know, I got my own problems with the concession stand, but they thinking, what are we gonna do? I'm thinking, hey, oh, you who over here, I got an idea. How about you just serve the basics? Skittles, hot dogs, soda pop, snow cones. But make sure you got them snow cone flavors stocked. But anyhow, um, that ain't my problem, right? But now we, we had a week off, like I said. But this week was uh, the championship game. And I want to tell you how, how it all went. Uh, adult league softball is adult league softball. It is what it is. You know, you get out there, people coming in from work. Uh, we ain't practicing. Uh, we ain't trying to, you know, win world records or nothing like that. But the championship game, I have to tell y'all guys, it do come with a little bit of nerves. I mean, we ain't we ain't never won a championship. Team Burger Shed, you know, and and Bud, he you know he he heard about it. He knowed, you know, he keep kind of from a distance. Every now and then he'll check in. He goes, "How's that softball team doing?" You know, kind of thing. So I mean, he he was kind of up to date on what was going on. But then when he heard about playoffs and what y'all won, you know, you beat Bickham's All You Can Eat Catfish Buffet, them big old boys. Well, we we did we did beat him, Bud. And all of a sudden, Bud's talking about wanting to come to the championship game. Well, I don't know about you, but if the sponsor of your team is showing up to the game, I say that's a little bit of pressure. But that's just, he and Nita both came. That's his wife. And then Cricket, my gal, she had the night off from work at the nursing home. So now all of a sudden, you know, if I wasn't just nervous about playing in a championship game, now there's folks coming to watch. Now, I know they all ain't just coming to watch me. Now, Cricket, uh, you know, her, me and her going out, so I, I understand that. But then the Bud's there and Nita's there and we friends, but he also the sponsor. So there's just all kind of things I'm dealing with that I ain't never had to deal with before on the softball field. Mary Beth Tucker got with Cheryl Grubbs, and they decided to do a circus theme at the concession stand. You heard that correctly, a circus theme. So I don't know what that means to you when I think of the circus. I think of folks juggling or acrobats or somebody sticking their head in a lion's mouth or, you know, cotton candy and that kind of thing. Well, Cheryl Grubbs and Mary Beth Tucker both dressed like clowns. It was scary. i tell you that right now. I like it. Boy, they got a jump start on the Halloweens and decided to have a circus theme at the concession stand for the championship game in adult softball league. And Mary Beth Tucker and Cheryl Grubbs is both dressed like clowns. Now, Daphne Mantell, she start crying along with Jesse Tucker. That's Russell's little, littlest boy, not Ronnie Keith, but the little one. And so kids is crying, and who wants to walk up to a concession stand and try to ask for a bag of Skittles from this scary-looking clown? But a kiddo sure didn't. But they brought all these other kind of things. It wasn't a standard menu. I mean, it wasn't a standard workers. We got clowns. We got crazy clowns working there, and now they're selling peanuts. Now they're selling cotton candy, kind of like a circus. And, of course, they had donuts because, you know, Cheryl Grubbs, her husband Shane, they own Donut Goals, which is the, the donut store in town. So they had them there. Now, I ain't a fan of them clowns neither, truth be told. I don't like to be scared. But uh, when it comes to donuts, there's a little more I'll endure 
you know, to go ahead and make that exchange. And plus, I know Mary Beth Tucker and I know Cheryl Grubbs. Like, little kids, they can't separate that at all. They just see a clown. That's a clown. I don't know who that is. But I'm like, well, that's Cheryl Grubbs and she dressed like a clown. And I had to, like, repeat that out loud to myself walking to the concession stand. But I didn't want to eat too much before the game. Anyhow, I already had them nerves like I'm telling you about. Lindy Ray Mantell, she bought some cotton candy and her daughter Daphne, the one that was crying, She's in the bleachers, calmed down, fed some to Cheryl's doggy jalapeno. Cheryl Grubbs brought her doggy jalapeno to the softball fields off the leash. Now, I don't know why. I don't ask them questions no more. That doggy was wired. You ever seen a doggy hopped up on cotton candy? Buddy, I have. Jumped on the hood of Cheryl's Chevy Cobalt, scratched that thing up. It done already tore up the insides of that Chevy Cobalt. Them back seats, they basically off limits to a human. And they keep them windows rolled down year-round now because the stink. But she can't afford a new cobalt. But somehow she think it's okay to tote jalapeno around town in the back of that thing. Well, now uh, jalapeno is full of cotton candy and hopped up up on that hood of that car. Just them little claws. She just clawing the life out of that hood. So we got that going on. Kids tried to chase jalapeno around, and it ended up near them hay bales. And them hay bales on the other side of the outfield wall where Chet Dilroy leads them junior archery classes during the week. They don't do them during games no more just because bow and arrows and softballs and people is just a bad combo, especially them little kiddos with the bows and arrows and junior archers just learning. So that them kids are running around, and Jalapeno made it back out there. Cheryl missed all of this action with her doggy, with her cobalt, with the chase, with the cotton candy, because things were so busy at the concession stand. She's just clowning around there, uh, selling donuts and, and peanuts and Skittles and cotton candy and the snow cones and the hot dogs and the soda pops. Well, Ricky Don Pearson, about this time, he stopped by to cheer on his old team, Team Burger Shed. He played with us a season or two back. But anyhow, uh, he also had a standard glazed twist. You know, that's good for cheering on your pals. So Ricky Don's there. Uh, Cricket made a banner for our team. It looked like uh, some nursing home residents. They helped her out because uh, the sign said, Go Team Burger Sheds, like somebody made it plurals. It added an S to the end of our team name. Uh, but what are you going to do? You're going you're gonna to make a big deal out of it? You're gonna, you just say thanks. Hey, you thought about making a making a thing for us, but it was on my mind. I was thinking, that ain't really our name, but who do we play, though? That's probably what you wonder. Like, what about this championship game, Tavin? What about this championship game? Y'all in the Adult Softball League Championship, so what about the game? Who you playing? Well, we played Team Thunderpunch and Coach Hicks. You know, he, he hey, hey, if you're going to be the champs, you got to go through the champs, and that's who won it last fall. They, they, they already know how to be champs, so I'm telling you right now, the game started, and I was just, uh, I was nervous. I had to get the concession stand stuff out of my head. Like, I can't worry that these clowns over there, that ain't my problem. I can't worry that uh, Coach Hicks, you know, uh, I know a lot about him. I know how good he is. I can't let that get in my head. I can't let it get in my head that my gal Cricket's in the stands with a Team Burger Sheds uh, poster straight from the nursing home or that Ricky Don Pearson's there to cheer us on, or that Bud and his wife, Nita, uh, who sponsor our team, are in the stands. I can't let none of that. I mean, how do you do that? Now, I don't know. I ain't got a rule book or no manual for how to do that. I just know I can't let it bother me. I got other things to do, like play a game. That's the only other thing I had to do. So there are singles and double plays and singles and double plays. Like, we started hitting the ball and then hitting it to the wrong person. Hitting it through the infield, then hitting it to the wrong person. I was like, boy, we're getting doubled up. 
you know, to start this game off, it wasn't really how we wanted to start. Cody Mantell got hit by Gilbert Phillips. Now, anything you know about Gilbert and Cody, they, they got a kind of a pass anyway, but Cody got a pass with most folks because he's mean. Uh, he, he softened up over the last year or two, but he, he was always fighting, and Gilbert Phillips, he beat up an adult bull moose. That's Chlorine Phillips' boy. Now he back in town. He works at Sutter Me Up, which is a laundromat that Ricky Don Pearson runs now. But he on the other team. He a big old boy. He an athlete. He played backup catcher to junior college in the Ozarks. So he know how to play ball. But he hit Cody Mantell. Now this is slow pitch, but it's the principle of it all. Why are you hitting me? Now Cody actually, to his credit, he tried to keep his temper under control. He wasn't trying to go toe-to-toe with Gilbert, although I know he wanted to. But there's something about, I don't know, you know, him and uh, uh, Cody's wife, Lindy Ray, had their baby triggered. They already got Daphne, they little girl. So he like a new dad of a new little baby boy. And I think, you know, he just got more more sense in his head these days. So he didn't go after him. Really trying to keep that ten, uh, temper under control. Lindy Ray, uh, she brought Daphne, as you already know, to the game. Daphne's done cried at the concession stand. Now she got cotton candy in the crowd, done fed it to Jalapeno, and that little baby Trigger, he at the game, but he little fella. He don't know what's going on. He just know if he's happy or sad or got to go to the bathroom, that kind of thing. But Cody did say something. You know, he said, easy, Gilbert. You know, like Attaway, because he hit him. I mean, a slow pitch didn't hurt none, but like, why are you throwing a ball at a full-grown man? I mean, you can't you can't get it down the middle. This is a championship game. You should know how to pitch by now. You know, none of that got said, but that's kind of what I think Cody was thinking. Gilbert chirped back at him though. He goes, "There ain't no easy way when you playing to be champ." You know, because Cody said, "Easy, Gilbert." Now Gilbert's saying, "Hey, there ain't nothing easy about this. We playing to be a championship," which. I get that kind of, but that don't really make sense on what Cody said. But, you know, when you mad at somebody and then also uh, you you trying to win a game, like you don't think about what you're saying, but I did. I was listening to a conversation. I'm like, they should probably both just hush up, play a little softball. Well, Cody kept his head, took his base, and Rusty Tidwell hit a grounder to third, and he beat it out. Finally, no double play. I mean, we've been hitting into him. Now I'm up, and Russell says, solid contact. Well, I mean, it's literally, with me, it's hit or miss. Like, either I hit that ball or I miss it completely. Uh, and he's asking for solid contact, and I think, well, that's a good goal to have. They pitched the ball, and I about swung out of my shoes, y'all guys. Like, I mean, it was right down the middle. I don't know how Gilbert Phillips managed to hit Cody Mantell just a few batters earlier, and now he's finding the middle like nobody's business. But I about swung out my shoes, missed it. Cricket clapped, which, truth be told, made it worse. Didn't Jalapeno run up to me with a bird in its mouth? So I'm thinking, what in the world's going on here? Maisley Grubb screams in shock from the stands. That's Cheryl's little little girl. And, you know, Jalapeno's her doggy. Lonnie Jean Sturgis, he's the referee. He's also game warden. But he's like the umpire for the championship game. He stopped the game so we can get Jalapeno off the field. It's like he's waiting for us to do it. I'm thinking in my head, that ain't my dog. And that surely ain't my bird in his mouth. Well, that dog drops this dead bird right on second base, and runs away. So I'm standing in the batter box still, and I've seen Jalapeno come from come all the way to me with that dead bird off the field and then run straight to second base over the pitcher's mound and drop that dead bird right on second base and off Jalapeno go, like full of cotton candy kind of thing. Well, Cricket hustles over there, and she grabs a dustpan from the concession stand where Mary Beth Tucker and Cheryl Grubbs are dressed like clowns serving food and peanuts and whatnot and she's gonna scoop that bird into it only thing is that bird was bigger than this little dustpan that cricket got well 
Cricket's a farm girl, and she's as ready as anybody to get on with the game, you know, so she just pick up that bird with her hand and walk off the field, dropping that thing in a trash can where Ricky Don Pearson was tossing a hot dog wrapper. I guess once he got that standard glazed twist down, he's ready for a hot dog. He kind of did dessert first, but hey, you know, he's a full-grown man. It's a championship game. Everybody's excited the way I see. Now there's a dead bird in a trash can next to Ricky Don's hot dog wrapper. Well, Maisley seen that bird getting dropped into the trash can, and she screams again. I mean, we can't get this game started for all this stuff that's going on, and I'll trace most of it back to either Cheryl Grubbs or her dog, a jalapeno. Truth be told, well, now Maisley, Cheryl and Shane's little girl, is screaming about that dead bird. And so we just sent her over to her mama, like, go to the concession stand, go see your mama. You know, don't matter that she dressed like a clown, ask your mama. You know, maybe maybe even Maisley could help with the concession stand so she could just get away from this game and get away from this dead bird. And then that wild dog of hers, she ain't trying to catch. She's running all over the place. Coach Hicks, you know, he, he ain't in charge of nobody but his own team. But he blowed a whistle. He always got a whistle on him. And he tells everyone, let's play some ball. Like, he's yelling at the teams. He's yelling at the fans, like, knock it off. This ain't a circus. And then you look over at the concession stand, and you think, well, maybe it is. They went with the with the old circus thing this time. So Coach Hicks is calling in. You know, he's head lifeguard at the city pool, too, so he knows how to blow a whistle and tell folks what to do. Well, here comes the pitch. And you might remember that I'm the one batting. I'm still standing in a batting box. And I lace that thing straight up the middle. Look out. Guess who made it first to third? Old Cody Mantell. Boy, he turned on the afterburners. Well, enough of this base to base. Mort Dwidell about knocks the cover off the ball. Next one up. He sure does. Now we went in three to nothing until the third inning. First couple of innings, double play, you know, double play. Really the first inning. Then we got a little stuff going, and now we win in three nothing. Third inning. Coach Chicks, he's an athlete. Can't, can't, can't argue with that. I mean, he got his own boxing gym thunder punch. He know about strength training and conditioning. He know how to swim. He a lifeguard. He know about business. He ran to Long John Silver in the county next over. Anyhow, he's my PE teacher in high school. He cranked a double. Gilbert Phillips is up. We know about him. Two-run shot. Now it's three to two. I mean, the best thing about a championship game I could think of is if you go up 10 to nothing in the first inning, but we couldn't manage that. We in the third inning, and it's 3-2, to two, and they got the, what they call uh, the momentum. So over the next two innings, folks is going from, like, the bleachers to the concession stands, getting donuts, cotton candy, peanuts. Good for you, town folk. I'm glad everybody over there is having a good time. They enjoying the whole championship game experience. But it's much different if you're the feller in the dugout or the feller standing on the field and your team's playing. Cricket had some cotton candy, though. She walked over to the dugout. She let me take a pinch after the fifth inning, and I was okay. Like, I, I, didn't, I had the nerves, but I, I decided I'd go ahead and go. With, you know, she offered it. I'm going to take it. I ain't going to try to throw it up or nothing. I, I could keep it down. It wasn't a lot. And we was all getting tired, though. I was hoping maybe that cotton candy would help. Myron Curtis, he's worried that he's going to run out of cotton candy before he got to get some. And J.T. Whitlow said, I'm going to buy you some, Myron, later on, but I'll buy it for you. You ain't even got to pay if you just focus on the game right now. We're in the middle of a championship game. You know, Myron's over here worried they're going to run out of something at the concession stand. I mean, this is close we ever been to a championship game, y'all guys, or to a championship, and we's feeling the nerves. Fellas taking deep breaths in the dugout on the bench in the sixth inning. And we I don't know how your softball league does it, but we got seven inning games. 
it might go into extra innings, but a lot of times, I mean, we had two ties this year for different reasons, and uh, they weren't about to let the championship game play to a tie, but we in the sixth inning, so we running out of time, uh, and Team Thunder Punch scored four more. And now it's nine to five in the sixth inning, and Team Burger Shed, we, we got some work to do. You also start thinking at this point, you know what? We had a good season. We worked hard. We worked as a team. We overcame obstacles. We made it this far. We scored some runs in the championship game. It ain't a bad season. That's kind of what you start to think at this point. But it ain't over. It's the bottom of the last inning now. Mary Beth Tucker, Show Grubs, they dress like clowns. There's a dead bird in a trash can. A doggy hopped up on cotton candy, uh, clawed the life out of the hood of a Chevy Cobalt. But we had to focus. Team Burger Shed had to focus his now or never. Myron Curtis cranked a long single. I mean, he couldn't make it to second base, but uh, he got on. You know, he wasn't out. Rance Farnhart shot the gap. Ain't no way Myron's going to be able to score on this thing, but he do make it to third, which impressed all of us. And JT Whitlow popped out. So we basically got Rance on second, Myron on third, one out, and we got to score some runs before we get two more outs if we're going to do anything in the championship game. One out, we down by four, runners on first and third. So Rance actually didn't even make it to second. I kept thinking he was going to strike a double the way he laced that, but uh, he played it safe. So we really got runners on first and third. He didn't make it to second. Cody Briggs, he'd had a quiet night until now. He works a full count, three balls, two strikes. He waits for his pitch, and he drives that thing, I'm telling y'all guys, to the center field wall. It bounces back like a laser off the wall. Myron slides into home, didn't need to, could have walked. Rance sprints home all the way. I mean, Rance turned it on. And Cody's got one gear. Cody Briggs, not Cody Mantell. He's the one who hit it. Cody's got one gear, and he rounds all the way to third. Well, Thunderpudge wasn't expecting Cody to try to do it inside the Parker. They threw home up the line, and Cody scored. Now it's 9-7. to seven. Team uh, Thunder Punch is still winning, but Team Burger Shed, we just scored twice. We got a little bit of life in us. We got two outs to play with. Cody Mantell's up next, and boy, he's steady focused. You know, he done got hit by a pitch, but they ain't messing with that now. They trying to get it, you know, where he swing and miss or they can catch the ball. Well, Cody Mantell lined up uh, out to third base. I mean, it was a solid hit, but they caught it. We down to our last out in the championship game, y'all guys. <clears throat> so who's up? Russell Tucker, he steps up to bat, and nice and easy, boy, just relax, he drop a single in. Now he on first. Rusty Tidwell lines a double. Russell scores, barely, 9-8. to eight. While they throw home, Rusty took third base. Coach Hicks changes pitchers and puts himself on the mound to close out the championship game. So here we are. Rusty Tidwell's on third base. Team Burger Shed's losing 9-8 to eight in the lap bottom of the last inning. Coach Hicks is now pitching, and all he got to do is get one out, and game over uh, is a great season. A see y'all at the Burger Shed, win or lose. That's when I noticed my Meemaw's at the game. And I'm sure she ain't there for me. Because you know what? She, I, you know, Meemaw and Mabel Childress, they both in a water aerobics class at Coach Hicks lead and i'm thinking did my meemaw come to cheer for coach hicks at the championship game and here she you know i didn't have time i, I gotta focus 
I got a game to play. It ain't my, it ain't my problem. None of that's my problem. About that time, air horn goes off. It's JT Whitlow's girlfriend, Whitney. That's Cody Mantell's cousin. She got an air horn. We took them away from her early in the season. I guess she figured out a way to get them back. I mean, this is the time to do it. I mean, if you're going to blow an air horn, a championship game with one out to go. But it really wasn't the time. We need to focus. We don't need her blowing them loud air horns. And uh, who's up? <clears throat> Tavin Dillard. That's me. And I'm just going to wait for my pitch. But uh, I don't have to wait long because Coach Hicks hits me on the elbow. You know he went, boy, I don't know if that air horn throwed him off or whatever, but all of a sudden now, uh, Rusty's on third base, I'm on first base, and Coach Hicks, he's still got another out to get. Now I'm on first, like I said, Rusty's third, Mort Dwydell's batting. He steps in. Here comes the pitch. It's slow pitch. It's like everything stopped. Even Jalapeno, that ball went up in the air, went up so high in the air. Boy, it coming toward Mort, not toward his body, but toward where he's standing, which is home plate. Mort swung, made some contact, and that thing go up in the air. Now, their center fielder is Gilbert Phillips now. You know, he started the game pitching, but now Coach Hicks is pitching. Gilbert's in center, and he's playing shallow, I guess, to prevent us, you know, on the base to score. Because if Rusty's score is tied, if somehow I get around from first base, uh, it's over. You know, we the home team. So that ball's up, and it's going up over. Is it going over Gilbert Phillips' head? That's what we all wondering. Now he's running back. Now Gilbert Phillips is steady in the sprint, running back to the fence, and that ball's hanging up there in the air. All he has to do is catch it once it comes down, but that ball is carry it. It ain't just going on, you know, easy way upsie. It's going upsie and outsies kind of things. And that ball's carrying and nobody knows. It's two out. We should be running. Rusty should be running. Me, Tavin Dillard, I should have been running. But everybody's watching. He's almost to the fence. Gilbert's got his glove up. He make it to the fence. Gilbert's in a full sprint. He sees that fence and he jumps on it to get full extension, you know, to reach up and grab this ball. And while he's up there, his momentum, you know, that's when you go a certain direction, you can't stop fast enough. It take him forward and he go over that center field fence. I mean, goodbye, where's Gilbert Phillips? He disappeared over the fence. And the ball, it fell right in front of that center field wall. It did not clear the outfield wall at all. Well, now we running. Rusty scores, we tied 9-9. I'm hustling, picking them up, putting them down. I hit second. Ain't nobody to the ball yet. The other outfielders are running to it. I hit third. Gilbert pops up from behind that fence. He reaches for that ball. When his teammates get there, he's there. I hit third base. Gilbert picks up that ball. I mean, he got an arm. You beat up an adult bull moose, there's a lot you can do. And he launched that ball toward the plate in the air. He got that arm, and it's flying through the air. And I'm flying home. Now, I can't hit the ball hard. And I ain't the best fielder on my team. But there's one thing I can do better than anybody else on my team. And at this point, it's the one thing I needed to do. Slide. And I slid. Pico Boone, hello home plate, and tap. I felt a glove on my back. I hear Lonnie Jean Sturgis yell, safe. And that's a great thing to hear. Especially when it means your team just won the adult softball league championship 10 to nine. Rusty Tidwell pulls me up by my neck. We're hugging. Then the rest of the team joins in the hug, which quickly became like a dog pile kind of thing. And in the stands, I see Cricket with the Team Burger Shed sign, and the extra S didn't really bother me anymore. 
Myron hollers, we get free snow cones. And as true as that was, I thought, we just won the championship. Come on, Myron. Coach Hicks shook my hand. I shook his. Bud made it all the way down to the field. We hugged. He was happy. Good to see him happy. We was all happy, at truth be told. That's a long season, y'all guys. And winning the championship, that ain't everything, but don't hear me say that. But it sure is something. I was feeling so good, I even let a clown serve me a donut after the game. And I eventually made it back to Ch Chancellor Park, but we stayed at the fields for a, for a whole long time. And then we went to the burger shed for a whole long time longer. Then I finally made it back to the trailer park. And I got to tell y'all guys, it did feel different riding my bike back, you know, being a softball champ. I went there on my bike uh, this early evening just as a, you know, adult league softball player. But when I came home, I was a softball champ. So can, was it a big deal? I think so. Was it a great game? Indeed it was. We had a hoot of a season, and y'all were there with me the whole ride. Now one season ends and another season starts. And by that I mean softball season's over, but we done champs. But season eight of the Tavendiller podcast, buddy, that's just started. I sure appreciate y'all joining me on this week's podcast. And hey, you can pick up a 2023 Team Burger Shed shirt with the roster on the back in the show notes today. Show your team spirit. Again, check out the show notes today. We still celebrating. We're going to have a parade this week. I should have a video up later this week telling you how that goes. And hey, if you've been rooting for Team Burger Shed this softball season, well, you're having a pretty good week. I'm Tavin Dillard. This is the Tavin Dillard Podcast. Till next time, y'all guys. We'll see you later.